Real quick, friends, before we dive into today's episode, I've got a special invitation for you to join me live and in person for my upcoming masterclass, Your Three-Step Visibility Engine. In this class, I'm giving you the juicy secrets to my playbook on showing up in front of a bigger audience and how you can create your playbook to use on rinse and repeat. Grab your seat at podcaster.com forward slash masterclass. See you there. The power of a podcast extends well beyond plugging in the mic. So if you're ready to learn how it can help you build a big business, then I'm your best friend. Hi, I'm Joanne Ball, and I am obsessed with all things podcasting and creating an unapologetically big revenue business with it. From podcast guesting to podcast hosting and everything in between, we're going to dive into it all and show you step by awesome step how using a podcast can and will grow your business. So grab a glass of wine and pop your headphones on because girlfriend, happy hour has begun here on The Beat Word. Hey, girlfriends, welcome back to The B Word. Holy cow, have I got a jam-packed episode for you today. Not only do I have one powerful woman that I'm interviewing. I've actually brought in three. I've got the Girls with Grit Girls, the very own EXP powerhouses that I have watched over the years come together and collaborate in ways that no one ever imagined could be done to build something super powerful for the real estate community. So ladies, I'll let you jump in really quick and give a quick background on what Girls with Grit is and who you are in relation to it. Awesome. Tara, this is your avenue. You're good at telling all about <laughs> Girls with Grit. Hey, I, I love telling our origin story because it's super fun and a little bit unexpected. We actually were just talking about that a little bit ago about how sometimes you build something accidentally, right? You have the best intention and you think something's going to go one way and then it's even better than you could have ever imagined. So Girls with Grit, we actually started right during the pandemic. We had each known each other through some just various walks of life, EXP, online social media groups and things like that. And when the pandemic happened, there was just there was a lot happening, right? Like one day we woke up and we couldn't see houses anymore or list houses anymore. And so we kind of came together. Each of us has a, a wealth of experience in the industry. And we were like, how can we lead some people? We were still finding success inside the marketplace. And we were like, how can we help some of these other women in particular, right, kind of weather this storm and make it through this unexpected thing that was happening. And so it's funny because we started on a we started on Clubhouse, actually. Do you guys remember that? We were on Clubhouse. And every Tuesday night, we would like get our wine and we were like, we're probably going to talk to ourselves, but it's fine. Like, it'll be fun. And then people just started showing up and they started showing up and they started showing up. And before we knew it, we had hundreds of strangers from all across the nation joining us as we just kind of shared like best practices, what was working for us. And so that's kinda, that's kind of how it started. I think that one of the most impactful things, though, that has come out of Girls with Grit is the ability to kind of show people that you can build any type of business that you want to inside of this industry as a mom, as a wife, as a woman, and not be apologetic about it, right? Like, I think that there's a lot of, you know, I don't want to call it misinformation, but everybody has this idea of how it should be, right? And like, so the people that are like gung-ho full-time, they're like, oh, well, you can't sell real estate part-time. Like, that's not a real job, right? Like, you're disservicing the industry by doing that. And then on the flip side, you've got 
people that are like, oh, if you're like a powerful independent business owner in this industry, especially as a woman, like, what kind of mom are you? Like, are you there for your husband? Right. So there's just all of these like predisposed ideas. I I say it a lot, but I'm like, you know, if so, we're not like raging feminists by any stretch, we all love and appreciate all the men in our lives. But we also say like, if if a man goes out and builds a really big business, everybody's like, oh my God, he's like the best provider. He's the best dad. He's like, how amazing would it be for him to be my husband if he did that, right? But then a woman goes out and they do it and there's a lot of shame that goes around with that. And so, you know, we were like, we're just gonna build, we're gonna build a community where you can build the business that you want and that we're all here for each other to raise each other up and collaborate. And we'll see if people like it. And now we've got, 15,000 women. We've got women in every single state in the United States. We've got six different countries represented inside of Girls with Grit at this point. And so, yeah, I guess people like it. I guess people like that idea. I think that it has definitely taken off. I mean, and it's something that even when you, when I first started seeing you guys show up, I mean, I'm not a baby agent. You know, I've have had my license for 20 years. I've run a $56 million producing team here in Atlanta. And even I was like, oh my gosh, they seem like the girls I want to sit down and have a glass of wine with. Like you are so welcoming to both the newer agents who are figuring shit out and the agents who are like, no, we've already figured it out. We just want friends and we want someone that is not going to look at us as competition. And I know that that's originally what drew me to, you know, following you guys on social media and starting to kind of follow your progress through everything you've done. So kudos to y'all for doing such a good job on that. You appreciate it. You know, I know this happened though. It, I think that's the fun part of it is like we all had the same mindset, similar mindset of like, well, we're going to do this and let's just see what happens with it. One thing led to another. Before you knew it, they were asking us to start a coaching program for women in real estate. And so that's that's grown tremendously over the last two years. But more than anything, I think you hit the nail on the head. We were tired of being lonely and feeling like, you know, if we were successful, but if we complimented another woman, it was like a bad thing when really like that. That's not true. You can compliment another woman and not diminish your own success. So we wanted to create that space. We were tired of the mean girl stigma. And I mean, honestly, in really any industry, it's just how it is. Women just are like that sometimes to each other. We we don't put up with it. We don't put up with it in the group. In fact, we have been told that we're mean girls because we kick mean girls out. (laughs) We just don't put up with it. And so our group could be probably three times the size that it is, but we're very protective of the space. We don't allow that type of energy in there. And it's a great place to be. I love that. You know, and I will tell you, I have bought some of your material, some of your courses and downloads because I'm very protective of my real estate agents. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to bring this group on, you know, I want to make sure that they really are who I think that they really are. And I mean, even buying some of your material, I'm like, yeah, these are the real deal. Like they actually are going to show you how to do the stuff that everyone needs help with. And I think a part of that obviously comes from experience, right? And and that's not like to say, oh, we've been in the business for X amount of years. Like we get it. That's annoying when you hear people say that. But honestly, a lot of it is just experience. And it's the fact that we've all three done a lot of deals in different markets and we've seen the ups and we've seen the downs and We've had to navigate tough stuff. So fortunately for the girls in the community, they're getting to learn from our mistakes, right? But that's the cool part. We can look back and say, how could we have done this better? If I had had what we offer these girls my first two, three years in the business, oh my gosh, like I'd be retired by now, honestly. But (laughs) 
it took, you know, personally, even for myself, 10, 12, 13 years to like really, really figure this out. And I think the power of Girls with Grit is the power of that collaboration because the three of us individually ran really awesome businesses. But when you combine three top performing agent systems into one and you take the best things from three different agents who do it totally different, it is just it skyrockets like the level of professionalism. So I think that's what you see in our products. I know that's what you see in our products. And we're proud of them. We put a lot of work into them and we're really proud of them. We want other agents when they purchase our stuff to feel like this is next level. And I'm yeah. proud to like implement these systems. And that's why I'm pointing this out, you know, ladies, if you're listening here today, and I know I have a huge real estate audience that listens in, I used to give all my material to my team members. And that's why I went ahead and bought some of the stuff from Girls with Grit, because I just wanted to, quite frankly, make sure it's up to snuff. Mm -hmm. You know, because like, let's be honest, you can look at a lot of people on social media and think it's going to be wonderful. And then you purchase something from them or join a coaching program and you're like, it falls so flat. And so, you know, I purchased it, I spent the money on it. And I looked at it and I was like, this is something I would have given to my own team members. And for that, I can say without a doubt, I will cheerlead anything you guys do for the real estate community, because it really is like you're getting what you think you're getting and more. Oh, thank you for that. I mean, appreciate you saying that. That's always like the best thing that we could hear, right? And I am not an affiliate. We're like, we love it. We have affiliates. So if like you're out there going, Joanne loves her some affiliates. I do. This is just from the bottom of my heart. So <laughs> we don't even have affiliate links. Maybe we should get rolling on that. Don't we, right? Let's talk about that later, because I think you're at the point where you probably need it to scale just a little bit more because we can always scale a little bit more. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We could. <laughs> All right. But so, I, lady, I want to say something that you mentioned and because you've been in this industry as long as we have, too. And it's true. Sometimes you see people on social media and their stuff looks fantastic because they're really great at branding themselves and their business. But then you get a peek behind the curtain and it's just shambles. And I think that's why the three of us said we're going all in on this because we knew it didn't exist yet. We knew that if there was going to be a program created and curated specifically for women, why couldn't we be the ones to do it? Right. Yeah. So that that's part of it. You know, we we walk the walk, we talk the talk, and everything that we've created is stuff that we use in our own business. And we are at the heart of hearts, coaches, teachers, and content creators. And we want to see others have the same level of success that we've had in the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years of our careers and to also cheerlead them to build the life of their dreams, whatever that looks like to them, you know. And I think that's the important piece of it. We do that specifically for that reason. We want to see other women live their dream life the way that we've been able to through real estate. Yeah. So you're really just linking arms with them and saying, hey, girl, I got you. This is what we see. This is what we've experienced. You know, let me guide you through that process. And I love another thing about your program is you truly, and I think this is really also what sets you apart as so unique. You truly don't give a shit what broker someone's at. No. Like, sure, we no. would love them all to be EXP. Sure. That's where we are. But at the end of the day, if they're Harry Norman, Caldwell Banker, Remax, like you're there to teach, coach and educate. So you really don't you don't care. Right. And that is something in the real estate industry. You don't see a lot. I feel like that is something that really stands out inside of Girls with Grit, because I think there's a lot of people that say they don't care what Correct. you're at. And it's really a little bit of like a like two-faced if there if there's any way to describe it because it's like I'm going to say that I 
But then really, I'm just giving you all this information. And if you don't want to join my team, join my coaching program, join my brokerage, then, you know, move along. And really here, we really don't. I mean, we encourage that. We encourage like we've put people on our stages at our conferences that we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to throw from real Keller Williams, you know, any other brokerage. Right. And so because at the end of the day, there's enough there's enough room for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. There's enough room for everybody. And and we want to make sure that people don't lose out because they're with a different brand. Yeah. And you know what? We've worked really hard in trying to make it broker agnostic. We don't we don't shove EXP in their face at all. In fact, we really, truly believe in the whole term agent attraction. If they want to learn about it, they'll reach out to one of us and we'll talk to them about it. But we're even in our coaching program. We don't we don't cold call or reach out, whatever you want to call it, DM um, any of our coaching students and say, hey, you need to join us. Like, that's not what we're here for. We're here to support them. And if they see our vision and they respect us enough and see the tools that we're giving them are helping their business. And they have the thought of like, wow, if this is helping my business, maybe I should reach out to them and ask them why they've aligned and decided to broker their business through EXP. Then when that conversation comes up, then we're totally candid with them and have that conversation. But truly the heart of hearts, it's that's not even where our head's at, you know? Mm-hmm. And also beautifully, I'm not saying you, you know, have intentions of leaving EXP, but you have now built something so broker agnostic and so attractive to everyone that if you, you know, if the day comes where the three of you or one of you wants to switch out and go somewhere else, it's not going to cause a disruption in your overall business. And that is something I think a lot of people are so short-sighted about. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. All right, let's talk about your conferences because I have some major FOMO occasionally when I watch the videos for them. Uh, You should. (laughs) Now, <laughs> we're basically we don't sleep for like four months we're complete psychos okay <laughs> so tell me kind of from start to finish the process of putting together a conference what do you do when you sit down and think about the theme the location the idle client avatar and some of what goes through your your minds when you're selecting your speakers and how are we putting all that together girls <laughs> oh my gosh well it's it's there's a whole, whole lot that is like such a loaded question because there's so many pieces of it, right? But like at the heart of hearts, when we start our conference planning, number one, we are extra if you haven't figured that out yet, right? So like we're always like, how do we make this something where somebody walks away and feels like that was the most incredible experience on all levels that I've ever had personally or professionally, right? And mm-hmm. so, and the reason is, is because this business, it's, a, it's about a lot more than like having somebody like speak at you from stage, right? right? It's about networking. It's about building relationships. It's about building friendships. It's about, you know, all of these different things. And so, you know, the the very first conference we ever threw, I don't know if you, if you know, like kind of some of the details about that, but like it was the middle of the pandemic and we were like, we should totally do an in-person event. Like that's, that's why not? A good idea. <laughs> we're saying it. The three of us were over it. We're like, yeah, we were like, you know, we were like kind of getting through. This was June of, well, the, the planning process started in about March of 2021. And so we were like, who will let us in? Like, And so, but, but, you know, with that being said, you know, that was a learning experience for us, right? Because we were like, we're just gonna, like, we, we were the only real, I mean, we had like a couple people speak for 10 minutes at a time, but like, we were like the real major speakers of that. And we always said it was like, we were like, we basically threw a wedding 
right? But for all of our for all of our girls with grit at that time. And then the next year we were like, how do we make it even better? Because even that first year, even though it was a short window of planning and we were super limited on, you know, resources in terms of money and just everything, you know, people walked away and were like, that was so amazing. Like I sign me up right now for next year, like wherever it is, we don't care. And so we were like, wow, that is really cool. Like we want to do this again. So then the next year is like, what can we do that's bigger and better? Right. And so then we did Beach Fest in St. Pete Beach. And so we were like, where can we go and and learn? But also it'd be like a destination, right? That's always something else we're looking at is like, what can what can we do that will be fun not only during the the conference time, but like where people can explore someplace that maybe they haven't been before or yeah. see something new. And so we did Beach Fest. And then we had so many people coming that we were like, now we're limited, right? Because now we have like, where can we put 500 people in a room? Because we knew that that was going to be the attendance for Cowgirl. And that really limits it because you're like either like tiny room or you're like Las Vegas Convention Center, right? There's right. It's hard to get those in between conference spaces. Mm -hmm. Well, that's super important we found like in our experience, we don't want it because we go to a lot of conferences too, obviously. And you lose that intimacy factor when it's so big and so overwhelming. So we really want to try to continue to find spaces that that fit well with our needs, but that aren't like too big. Yeah. And, and we do several a year, right? Like two? We do one big conference. Like we throw one big conference a year. And then this will actually be our first year that we've done two in one year. We've done so we have our mastermind coming up, our beach retreat mastermind. And so that's like, a, that's a completely different thing though, right? Like that's right. like a small instant, well, small 75 people, you know, kind of more intimate setting. Not us. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I don't know. We, we totally believe more is more like, that's just like, that is our motto when it comes to actually pretty soon here. We're doing a site visit for our next location. We can't tell you where yet, but hopefully pretty soon in the next couple of weeks or months, we'll be announcing dates and location of next year's conference. It's going to be even bigger and better. And we're excited about it. Lauren's the fun committee. Lauren's the one like as soon as we start talking locations, she's thinking like themes and she's thinking like food. Then like, what can we do for the VIP party? I don't know. We, We have fun. In fact, there's probably, if you go look on our Instagram, you can see a video of Tara accidentally blasting Lauren in the face with a CO2 gun at one of our parties at our last conference. It was fun, though. I'm definitely going to look at that. that Let's dangle a little intrigue for our audience. Are we looking West Coast or East Coast? Somewhere close to that. Oh, (laughs) I know. We're awful. Oh, I, I think that, you know, that I think you really you do well at giving that intrigue, so people are like dying to, to follow along and find out. Well, we have some really cool, fun ideas coming up, so we're hoping that we like the location in person as much as we've liked it during our research process. Because we're excited to release it too, right? Like we want to make sure that 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 we're getting giving everybody enough time to plan accordingly and make those plans so that they can be gone and like fully invested for the week. Because it really is, you know, I'll tell you this last conference, especially we have people there that are conference junkies, right? Like people that go to five, 10 or more conferences per year coming up to us and going, this is the craziest thing that I've ever been to in all the best ways. And so 
and it's not just it's not just experience. It was the the level of speakers, right? The amount that they were able to take away and actually implement into their business, um, the friendships and relationships that they've made. And so, you know, I think that you can tell whether it's uh, you know we try to do a great job of it, but I think it's just like anything else. Like when you go to an event that's thrown by somebody else, whether it's real estate or whatever, you can tell. If there was really a lot of thought put into what does this feel like for the attendee mm-hmm. or whether it's just like we're doing this because we're supposed to. And, right. you know, I find that the same with podcasters, you know, a podcaster who has started their podcast because they just think it should be part of their business versus one who really, really loves and enjoys pouring in verbally, you know, to people like there is such a difference when you're listening to those podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, then there are things, you know, there are things in our business that we we will scale and we want to scale. But there's also some of those little details that we will probably always hold on to. Mm-hmm. Just because it does make that much like we understand the difference that it makes for our community. And we're not willing to sack as hard as it is for us to do some of these details for this event. We're not willing to sacrifice the experience for them just to make it easier for us. Right. Love that. All right, so I'll throw this next question and and ask that each one of you in turn answers it. And Lauren, I'll start with you, if that's okay. What do you think you've learned the most overall by forming a business with, with these two other women? Oh, Lord, I've learned a lot about myself. I will say that. <laughs> no, I think, I think learning how to identify your strengths and your weaknesses has been has been huge. Like, learn being okay with being knowing that you're really good at some things and knowing that maybe you're not so great at other things and being okay with letting other people rise and shine in that light and not trying to be all things if that makes Mm -hmm. sense yeah absolutely Uh, so that for me i think i've learned a lot about that over the past few years and i think it's been good it's helped me grow okay all right tara gosh for me you know i think that through the process of girls with grit it's made me brave, if that makes sense. Like, and I, I think that. that I thought that I was brave before, but I look back at like some of the stuff that we've done in the last couple of years and just like looking at the person that I was when Girls with Grit started, right? Where it was like, I I didn't like networking with other agents, if I'm being honest. I didn't like necessarily being on camera. I like, I love to teach in person, but like I wasn't teaching online. And so with every like break point that we've had inside of Girls with Grit, like as much as it's helping the women in our community, like it's it's helping us so much mm-hmm. too, right? Because like we get to go out and try things and go out on a limb that we wouldn't necessarily maybe have done before, but we're pushing ourselves every single day. You know, we we teach our girls to create, you know, goals and commitments inside of their businesses. And we do the same thing inside of Girls with Grit, right? So like we're walking the walk alongside with them. It might look a little different, But like, I never in a million years would be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just going to sign a personal guarantee for a half a million dollars to throw a conference like that takes some guts. Yes. (laughs) You know, so so I think just learning to bet on myself even more than I had in the past was it has been a big growth. And then and well, I'll let Jamie go. I I think I know what she's going to say. And it would have been my second part. So you go. Oh, do you? (laughs) Sometimes we're brain twins. I know. No, I was going to say, honestly, a really good partnership is similar to a really good marriage where you're going to you're going to have disagreements and spats. You're going to have arguments and similar to what Lauren said, 
We each have our own strengths and weaknesses, but we're able to go further a lot faster together. You get three powerhouse women together with the vision and you're freaking unstoppable. And I never, ever thought that I would be sitting in this position with so many women that truly look up to us. Like, honestly, that's that's been the biggest honor and ride of a lifetime is to have the ability to pour into these women because they truly do look up to what we've built and to be there for them and to be a support. And honestly, it's taught me to be very careful with who I go into business with because you think you know people, but you really don't until you're really in the trenches with them. And the three of us, we're, we're truly like we're best friends. We, we argue like sisters sometimes. We're business partners. But there's no one else in this world that I could have ever imagined building this with besides them. Truly. So beautiful. Thank you. All right. So here is the question that I can guarantee a lot of my agents that are listening are probably thinking to themselves right now. And I've been curious watching you ladies over the last couple of years myself. If you were to look at girls with grit versus your everyday real estate businesses, what do you think? I know you, you know, you started out probably girls with grit 10%, selling homes 90%. And it's had to shift over the years because this girls with grit has taken off more than you thought it was going to in wonderful ways. What do each of you think, you know, your balance is right now? How much are you still selling homes through through a team or otherwise? Um, I don't have to give exact percent. No. So, you know, I, I'm kind of glad that you asked this question because I feel like it's one of those things that people wonder, but then like don't ever really like ask us because I think where the, I don't want to call it a misconception, but like, I think people think that like we were just able to like stop selling houses and do this now, right? Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, they're like, you know, they do all this girls. With, like, it was definitely not like that. I mean, if I, for myself personally, I'll be honest, up until like the last two or three months, it wasn't like I'm laying off of my real estate business. It was that Girls With Grit was in addition. Like I would say pretty easily, we spend 30 to 40 hours a week each on Girls With Grit and have since the beginning. But like- we also still had to run our real estate businesses because realistically, up until recently, like we weren't really making any money, right? Like we were st- like we sold our courses and our coaching and all of that. But there is a lot of money that gets invested back into the business for conferences. Like we don't make any money on our conferences. I'm just going to be honest. Like, but like, and it, it, you know, we have our own coaching. We have our own business coaches. We have employ. You know, we have our operations manager now, and so. I we had to continue selling houses. There was no choice in doing that, right? Like, and so, and I think we always will sell houses because I think that that's one of the things that makes us really unique in this industry. If there's a hundred, like you could throw a rock and hit a hundred coaches that want to tell you about how to sell houses, but they've never they done it. Sold one in ten years. Ten years. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's something that is a huge benefit to our community is that we have our polls on the market all the time, right? Because we're still selling at a very high level. But I would say, you know, I, gosh, I, I don't even know if I can really say like 50, 55 hour, 80 hour weeks. I don't know. <laughs> I think tw- I think at this point, I'll speak on behalf of all of us because I can, I think we're all in a similar spot. That selling real estate is probably 25 to 30% of our income at this point. And I think more than anything, what Girls the Grid has allowed us is more freedom to where we're not chasing the next transaction and opening doors all weekend, you know, all the time. So in that in that aspect, yes, we work really hard on Girls of Grit. We're not having to like be slaves to our real estate transactions anymore. Does that make sense? So now it's like, like it's given us yep. more freedom. It's given us the ability to 
go on vacations with our families when we want to and not be stressed out because we've got 20 deals going, you know? So it's, it's different. Not to say that we don't work hard because we still do. And we're still texting and emailing and working all the time amongst the three of us. But it's, it's just given us a whole lot more freedom and the ability to kind of also invest together in other, other things and other businesses and stuff like that. So that's been the cool part. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's important for everyone to really understand. And that's, and so thank you for being so honest about it is it looks wonderful from day one on your social media, but events don't, they're hardly ever actually profitable, the actual event. It's what occurs afterward, or it's the relationship forming or their brand building, but it's still, you you cannot just drop what you're doing first because you suddenly got, you know, a little bit of success on the second piece. You have to slowly walk one a little bit, you know, to be a little bit less of the piece of the pie so that the other one can come up and it doesn't happen overnight. No. And it's a tricky dance, too, that people don't realize, right? Like you want to show up as, you know, building this awesome community and we do and we build this awesome community. But then in the back end, they don't see the text that we get where we lost the listing because somebody thinks that we're not in real estate anymore. They think all we're doing is throwing conferences and doing coaching. So there's been a lot of that too. So it's tricky to decide how am I going to show up? Like you have to be strategic and I don't think any of us do it perfect. We're just trying the best we can, but we want to show up for our clients and we want people to still see that we're active in the real estate space, but at the same time, show up for our community and the other agents and show that we're reinvesting back in our business by going to events and doing coaching and hosting those same things. So it's the little stuff that people don't see on the back end. And we have had to make sacrifices to build this community. It's been 100% worth it, but it's been it's been hard and there's been some challenges involved. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think the biggest challenge right now y'all are experiencing? Hmm. Good question. Wow. You know, the hardest one has challenges. We definitely have challenges. We have challenges, but I think the hardest part, and I think any any person who's built a successful business will agree with my statement, is that it's hard to find the right people to fill the right roles to scale your business so that you're not the one handling everything. You don't want your hands in everything all the time. And so I think that's the hardest part. Growing a successful business, finding the right people, trusting that they're able to do the work at least 90% of what you would if you did it yourself, you know. But that's the thing. The three of us are all really extremely talented. Lauren still does a lot of our copywriting emails. Tara does a ton of like our Canva and artwork and presentations. I do a lot of the templates and content and stuff like that that are part of our modules. So I think, you know, it, it's it's hard to fully replace ourselves if that makes sense. So I think growing a business, it, it's hard to find the right people. It really, really is. Yeah, yeah. Well, as a solopreneur, I'll say, Sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I had two or three people, you know, that were brain children with me and not people I've hired because, you know, maybe it is easier to give it out or to collaborate amongst. But it's also, I think, probably difficult sometimes when one person wants to go in one direction, the other person's feeling pulled in the other direction. So, you know, managing that has probably, you know, been one of the things you guys have had to learn over the years, too. That I think we're usually on the same page as far as like the direction that we want. I think for us, the the really the hardest piece is like we are super protective about what we put out there. Like, you know, we don't want to put out something that we're not really, really proud of and that people are willing to go out and like, like yourself, right? You said like, oh, I bought it to like make sure it was good and then it checked out. Like we want everybody to feel that way and we don't ever want to feel like, oh gosh, like we could have done a better job on, you know, this 
And so it's hard to find people that are of that mindset, though. You know, it's it's just the same way, like as a real estate agent, right? Like you start buying leads and like the first thing you want to do is hire a VA because you don't want to call the leads, right? Like at some point in time, you have to do the the heavy lifting yourself in order to make sure that the product that you're putting out or the service that you're putting out is is something that you're proud of. So I think it, I think it's it's that piece of it, right? And and a lot of this is it's it's like it's intellectual property, right? It's not like we run a machine that like builds a product, like this right us and our brains and kind of putting it together. And so it's it's hard to get from here to the here to paper, I guess. Sometimes. Okay, so. I know that the three of you are extremely busy women, and so I won't keep you much longer. Thank you so much for investing into my community today. For everyone who is listening here and is like, oh, holy hell, I've got to have these girls in my life. And I don't know how you haven't heard of Girls with Grit if you're in real estate, but you're welcome. There you go. Here's my (laughs) present to you. Where do y'all play in the most that you want people to jump into? Is it your Facebook group? Is it your Instagram? Like, Where do you want them to reach out to you? Definitely our Facebook group. That's where the magic happens. You can just go to girlsofgrit.com. You'll see all of our resources on there. You'll see, you know, some of our systems and things that we sell, but you'll also see where to join our Facebook group. There's a link that goes directly to our group. Our only circumstances that we are really protective over is who we let into the group, right? So you have to, have to, have to be a woman and you have to, have to, have to hold a real estate license in order to join the group. So that's those are our only two caveats, really. And you have to have the right mindset. If we see you being, what did what did Lauren say that one time? If we see you being a skanky little hoe, we're going to kick you out. Not daddy. <laughs> oh, she said catty. <laughs> but yeah, yeah right. join us on Facebook. Join our group. We'd love to have you guys. And uh, thanks for having us on your pod. Yeah, we appreciate it. You're fun. welcome. All right, everyone. As always, go grow your empire. Put a microphone behind it. And I will see you same time, same place next week. You just finished another episode of the B Word podcast. Cheers to you. If I were with you, I would literally pop a big old bottle of Prosecco and pour you a glass. Since I'm not, why don't you do the next best thing? And share this episode with one of your besties, because we all know you've got that one girlfriend that needs to hear it. Thanks, friends.